0: the ad dan Heek that uh, they are excited about the prospects of uh, becoming members of the big 12 after one more year in the pac-12 let's talk to the guy who really has his finger on the pulse of things i mean this is the guy that can answer our questions we welcome in the longtime voice of the arizona wildcats brian jeffries joins us and brian we appreciate your time today
1: hey uh, john aaron great to be with you uh it's been an exciting few days certainly and uh Arizona and I think around the, the schools that will be joining the Big 12 next year so we're uh, I know we've got a long ways to go before that actually happens and there's a lot of work to do but like I said I, I think a lot of excitement and after 13 months of waiting I think everybody is uh, thrilled to know what direction the Wildcats are headed
0: in. Yeah, absolutely. Tell tell us this and you will have a better handle on this than any of us here. What what is the uh, what's the favorable rating, you know, the, uh, the, w- what would be the percentage of folks who are really excited about this and maybe others who, you know, wish you'd gone a different direction or maybe wish the Pac-12 was still alive? And I'd understand that, you know, if people did feel that way.
1: Well, I would say at this point, particularly with what has happened here over the last year, the waiting, the speculation, not knowing, uh, you know, the, the loss of the L.A. schools, and I, I I can't tell you exactly what every Arizona fan, uh, but I've had very few tell me and very few that I have seen or heard from uh, that is not excited about going to the Big 12. I, I think the the preference would have been, hey, let's keep the Pac-12 together. It's a 108-year-old conference. There's great traditions there. Uh, but I think everyone also realized when USC and UCLA left that it wasn't going to be the same and that uh, if there was not going to be assurances that the conference was going to be uh, whole, and I say that in terms of their, their financial dealings, and also whatever other schools they might add, uh, you know, none could add up to what the two L.A. schools had brought. So I think you know, I'd say 90% of the Arizona fans are excited, they're thrilled that the Big 12 is going to be their landing spot. It's an established, it's a premier conference. Uh, They know what they're getting as opposed to waiting and seeing what the Pac-12 might have become.
0: And I understand that. Uh, You know, we went through not exactly the same, but a similar deal when the Southwest Conference uh, disbanded. That's been 27 years ago. But, you know, we, Baylor, were headed to the Big 12 and excited about that. Uh, I I can understand why there'd be some nostalgia, you know, at the the loss of the Pac-12, the uh, Conference of Champions, you know, after all that history.
1: Well, and that's it. And that was really hard. And I think it's still going to be something that'll take a while for a lot of folks to accept. And I'm included in that. I mean, I've been around the conference since I was a little kid. I was I was born into the Pac-8 and then, you know, watched it grow to the Pac-10 when Arizona and ASU uh, came on board. And then the Pac-12 with Utah and Colorado and, you know, just the history and, and everywhere that I've had a chance to see over the last 30-some years. It's uh, it's something we're never going to forget, but at the same time, like like I said, John, with the way things that were sitting and the unknowing that was ahead, uh, I'm you know I'm actually going the other direction. I'm glad to see something new now. I'm just glad that something is established, uh, and in particular, and of course, you know, my allegiance are to the University of Arizona, and that's where I was hoping that uh, they would be able to you know to remain in a a valid conference, which they will be. Uh, so I'm excited about it. I I think it's a great opportunity for new rivalries and new stories to tell. And I think that's what the Arizona fans are feeling too. They knew that the, the Pac-12 wouldn't be the same ever again. So why not, uh, you know, go to something bigger and better?
0: Pretty amazing, wasn't it, uh, last Friday as things were, you know, coming, uh, may, being made public, uh, how fast things happened. Wasn't that wild?
1: Oh, it was crazy. And I mean, with all the, the, the speculation that had gone on over the last year plus and have it to come down to basically just a few hours. And I think what what President Robbins uh, echoed was true, and that is up until really Friday morning, uh, there was a thought that the, the remaining schools, the nine remaining schools, uh, were going to try and stay together and grow from there. Uh, but the numbers didn't add up financially in terms of what the, the Pac-12 was being offered. And then when Washington and Oregon, uh, you know, announced on Friday morning that they were going to the Big Ten, I don't think there was any other decision that that Dr. Robbins could make other than to to move on to the Big 12. And, you know, he had had conversations with them for quite some time. They knew that the offer was there if needed and uh, made a very quick decision and one that he felt very confident in. And uh, Dave Hickey the same way. I think everybody involved with Arizona knew that uh, he was making the right decision because, like I said, John, they had to make the decision that was best for the U of A. And no, uh, no offense to the other schools left in the conference, but you got to look out for yourself once in a while. Yeah,
0: absolutely. In this case, you absolutely have to look out for yourself. What uh, What's this year going to be like for you guys in the Pac twelve uh, This this going to be an interesting season, isn't it?
1: Well, it is. Uh, you know, just for the reason. I mean, we already know knew that we were going in. Uh, playing USC and UCLA for the last time ever, probably in football. And uh, who knows what the basketball series or the other sports might uh, take on from there. So that was enough. But now knowing that the the conference essentially is going to be dissolved once it's over, I think, yeah, there's going to be nostalgia and, and, and that sort of thing. But at the same time, the competition will go on. I don't think from the student athlete or the coach's point of view anything's going to change you're trying to win a championship in every sport and maybe winning the last one in Mm. the Pac-12 is going to be very special maybe even more special and that's uh, probably the best way to look at it.
0: Ryan help us understand uh, the relationship the rivalry I guess between Arizona and Arizona State Uh, were these schools connected like if one left the other was leaving were they separate in their decision what can you tell us about that?
1: Well, you know, that's great speculation because, uh, you know, from what I understand for weeks leading up to this, that Arizona was on its own at that point. And to go back to what I just mentioned, that Dr. Robbins was taking care of his school first. Uh, he and Michael Crow, the president at ASU, uh, are are I'll call them very good business friends. They get along very well. Uh, but Michael Crow was a big supporter of Larry Scott, the former commissioner of the Pac-12 I think he desperately wanted to keep the conference together. Uh, from what I understand, he was reluctant uh, to, to make the choice. But once Washington and Oregon decided to leave, I think once he knew that Arizona was on the way, and I'll say the same thing about Utah, that they knew that uh, their survival was dependent on getting back into an established conference. So the, the rivalry is intense. It's very intense, like a lot of rivalries are around the country. Uh, and I'm glad that it's going to continue because you just hate to see something like that break up. So, um, you know, the Arizona fans could probably care less if ASU is in the Big 12, but uh, so be it, and we'll go on from there.
0: That's funny. <laughs> That's good. Brian Jeffries, our guest, longtime voice of the Arizona Wildcats. Uh, you know, a lot of these decisions are being made, uh, you know, football first or, or football sort of drives these decisions. But, uh, and you guys at Arizona, I know you've got a great history in basketball. And look what Arizona will bring basketball wise to our league, which is already really good basketball wise. What do you think about that upcoming competition?
1: Oh, I think that's tremendous. I mean, the Big 12 certainly, if not the top basketball conference in the country, you could make an argument it certainly is. And getting to play Baylor and and Kansas, et cetera, uh, down the road here, I mean, that is huge because. You know, the Pac-12 uh, has, I think, a good basketball conference, but outside of Arizona and UCLA, uh, it's, it takes a pretty significant drop-off, not only competitively, but all you have to do is take a look at the fan support that some of the schools around the Pac-12 have received over the years, and it's disappointing. Hmm. And so getting into a conference where, where basketball is king, where the arenas are full every night, uh, you and I, John, we love that stuff, right? Because, sure. you know, that's what we want to be in that atmosphere, uh, game in and game out. And so I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, very cool. Well, it's great to visit with you. And, uh, you know, I, I would say congratulations. I mean, that's not right. I, I feel bad about the Pac-12, you know, ending this way or whatever might happen with them. Maybe they can keep things together. But I, I think I'm you and I are alike in that we're a little nostalgic. I, I hate to see the Pac-12 go away, but glad we'll be seeing each other and playing each other more often in the years to come.
1: And that's the great thing about it uh, for Arizona to land in a great conference like the Big 12 and enjoying those new rivalries now. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it.
0: All right, man. Hey, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it.
1: All right, John. Anytime. Right. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh-huh. Brian Jeffries, longtime voice of the Arizona Wildcats. Again, uh, like we said, he's got his finger on the pulse there. You know, of the Arizona fans. What do you say, 90%? He said about 90% are very excited about joining the uh, Big 12 conference. And I think that's uh, I think that's a really high number. I could understand if some fans, you know, said, No, this is terrible. We don't want to go to the <laughs> right. truck stop, you know, or you know, we, we want the pac twelve, but hey, slow down, take a look. Do you really want to be a part of the Pac twelve right, Pac-12 this right is, now? This is the best Pac twelve. By
2: right. far. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, it's like Twitter, the negative obviously is or X, whatever you want to call it. The ne- the negative is always amplified more, but even on Twitter, I would say it's probably at least 80% maybe really? higher yeah. of Arizona fans. favorable. Yes. Yeah. Like almost all of them, including the fan sites, uh, were, have been supportive of it ever since the rumors started, because I think most of them could see the writing on the wall, especially after the big 12 jumped ahead of the pack 12, got their TV deal done. Yeah. And there was just no linear partners left really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that number's probably about right, and I love that, you know. Right. And like you said, the, the ones who aren't, it's mostly probably because they love the Pac-12, and I get that. If Baylor had to leave the Big 12, I would not like that. Right. If, so, uh, you know, it's understandable. I
0: would think, uh, like I said with Brian, our, our closest situation to this was Southwest Conference. Yeah. When it was uh, it was going away. I mean, there is no doubt it was going away. Right. You know, every man for himself. Baylor was fortunate enough to land in the Big Twelve Conference, so there was excitement about going to the new conference, new rivals. You know, the Big Eight schools and uh, the new league, the Big Twelve. There was a lot of excitement about that, but still, you felt, and I still hear from people <laughs> all the time who miss the Southwest Conference.
2: Our very own Ward White's, so yeah. Who, yeah, who, who. Uh, if you didn't know, played in the Southwest yeah, Conference. He yeah. was a star running back at Texas Tech. And he he talks about it too. I mean, he just if you could if he could have one realignment wish, I promise you it would be to get the old Southwest Conference back
0: together. <laughs> so
2: yeah, you're right. And that's when did the Southwest Conference break up? It's been
0: ninety five, ninety six so was the last year.
2: Almost thirty years. Yeah. You know, twenty eight years. Twenty eight
0: years. Yeah. Wow. So, but but think about that. I mean, Ward feels very strongly about that, and I know there's a lot of people that do.
2: 30 years later. Yeah. yeah I still miss the Southwest Conference. I like what the Big 12 has evolved into more, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, but I miss the Southwest Conference. I miss playing Arkansas and A&M. Yeah. But things change, life goes on, and yeah. now we've got new people to play, and I'm super excited about that.
0: You know who started all this? was arkansas
2: arkansas yeah arkansas absolutely.
0: left for the sec when 91 is that about right 91 that sounds season? right yeah and at the time nobody was jumping conferences
2: right it did you know back in the old old days mm-hmm. people shifted conferences a lot but you're right it had been right. decades since anyone had left a major conference some yeah. people had been invited and joined major conferences right like you know, Houston to the Southwest Conference. Yeah, you know, that's is right. an example of that. And
0: Texas Tech Texas you know, that Tech was, But too. that was 76. Yeah, because what, I think.
2: what was the conference before that?
0: It was the Southwest Conference. No, the one that
2: Texas Tech was in.
0: They were in like the, oh, what was it?
2: Because they won like six titles in that conference. Right. You know, uh,
0: I can't remember. Bob Anderson know. I if just you're saw it the other day, too, yeah. and I'm drawing a blank. It was but, kind of a cool name. But yeah. But I don't remember what it was. Yeah,
2: it was, but you're right. Arkansas started it and. It's slowly picked up steam since then. You know, a few schools here and there. And, and then as the the, the more the, the money increased, the more it happened with regularity. Yeah. And it's still happening, and it's not going to stop. Yeah. This won't be the end of realignment.
0: Right. Too much regularity. <laughs> and it won't be happened. the
2: end of realignment when the remaining Pac-12 schools, the Pac-4, figure out what they're going to do.
0: Right, right. That's Something's just gonna another domino there.
2: that's going to fall in a, next year or three years from now there'll be some other moves
0: along those lines. Have you seen one of the stories today is the ACC is looking at Stanford and Cal possibly add adding Stanford and Cal.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: do the Atlantic coast conference for two <laughs> schools that are on the Pacific coast.
2: Now people have been on soapboxes, and I found it hypocritical, you know, the Missouri coach because they left the, big 12 and they left their biggest rivals, you know, to travel over a thousand miles to play Florida. That's their furthest one, but still it's, it's part of what they're having to do now. And so his comments kind of came off a little hypocritical to me, but I mean, I I understand the sentiment, but it's just how it's going to, it's how it goes and how it's going to keep going. It's not done.
0: No, that's the world we live in right now. Yep. That's it. All right. Appreciate Brian being on with us. Let's take a break. We'll be back. We'll uh, share some of those big birthdays with you coming up. John Morris show brought to you in part by the Baylor club at McLean stadium. Speaking of Arkansas, uh, Mike Mosel (laughs) is the general manager at the Baylor club. We will be there live on Thursday. It is their last call before football on Thursday. It is five to eight. What this is, is a great opportunity to, uh, see uh, and taste what they have available at the Baylor Club. It is Thursday from 5 to 8. It's for uh, members and non-members alike, really aimed at non-members, to come into the Baylor Club for this free event interested in learning more about membership with the Baylor Club. So check it out. Uh, Go to the web, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call at 254-710-8080. Say, hey, I'd like to sign up for a last call before football. Chantel will probably answer your call. But uh, whoever answers, they will set you up. And it's this Thursday. Don't miss it. Uh, They've got some really good deals uh, for this to become a member at the Baylor Club. So don't miss this opportunity. It comes up this Thursday, 5 to 8 at the Baylor Club. Last call before football and a great opportunity to uh, to join if you'd like, if nothing else, to see what they have to offer at the Baylor Club. We'll be live there on Thursday. Check it out, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call at 254-710-8080.